Spirit withholds nothing from me. Spirit withholds nothing from me. Spirit withholds nothing from me. It is done as I believe. Spirit withholds nothing from me. Spirit withholds nothing from me. Spirit withholds nothing from me. It is done. You're like a fountain, I declare peace, peace like a river, I declare faith, faith to move mountains, it has done as I believe, spirit withholds nothing from me, spirit withholds nothing from me, spirit withholds nothing from me, it is done as I believe. Hello. I'm Reverend Jen Wild, Senior Minister for New Dawn Center for Spiritual Living. New Dawn Center is a global community, and we welcome all people, all paths, all ways of thinking, all philosophies. So know that you are welcome here, and thank you for joining our online community. I invite you to just relax, take a deep breath as we move in to this sacred time. As we move into this time together, this moment of connection, may we recognize and realize all that God is. May we remember the power and the presence and the truth that is God, that is God in all things, touching each one of our lives, holding us in that sacred place, protecting us, speaking to us and speaking through us. Mm. Today I know and affirm that all people are blessed. Life is absolutely perfect. All we need do is look beyond the conditions. We breathe into this space. We breathe into this time. We hold the divine in our hearts gratefully, giving thanks for all that is. I simply let this go. I let it be. And so it is. A few weeks ago, I received a phone call from someone I had not spoken to for quite a few years. And the individual was reaching out to me for some support. And as I'm listening to the story and what's happening and the, the challenges that are transpiring in this person's life, the comment was made, I believe I've lost my faith. And the thought that struck me at that moment was how curious that someone who believes they've lost their faith would call me for support because I am grounded in faith and that's the place that I always act from and move from and speak from. So I found that a little bit surprising. But why I bring that little piece to you this morning is I just want everyone to consider where we are with what's going on around us, and be really conscious of the language we use. Because every time we speak the words, 
our brain kicks into gear that it's the truth. And then we have a greater challenge in overcoming what's going on. So we always want to look at that and pay attention to that and be aware of just what we say and the words that we use. I don't have to tell anyone tuning into this message that we are in a time of curiosity. We are in a time of massive change. We are in a time when there are so many things going on around us and so many stories coming to us that we are often touched by fear and doubt, hesitation, concern. And so this month, and it's a brand new month, our title, our theme for the month is Facing the Fear. And the talk title for this morning is A Question of Faith. Because many of our philosophers tell us that the opposite of fear is faith. So as we look at that and as we consider that, let's, let's be really aware. I had a, a, a group of individuals uh, recently that were talking about the very idea of fear. And what we want to pay attention to is, am I intuitively being told to be cautious, which we sometimes interpret as fear. Yet we want to honor our intuition because it keeps us safe. Or is my brain kicking into gear with an old tape from the past that says, this is fear. This is fear and you need to run or you need to hide. And so we want to be aware this week as we go through this week and just pay attention to that and, and align ourselves and, and, and pay attention to, is there something telling me to be cautious or is this just the old tapes running and I can move forward and I don't have to pay attention? We know that fear can stop us in our tracks. It can prevent us from moving forward. It can cause us to be in that space and time where we're going to wait it out. We're going to sit it out. And that doesn't really serve us. Ernest Holmes says this, I live in the faith that there is a presence and power greater than I am that nurtures and supports me in ways I could not even imagine. Ways I could not even imagine. The power of spirit, the truth that we have, that we can tap into, that lives within each and every one of us, is beyond comprehension if we simply allow it. If we simply breathe into the moment and allow it. And so two words came up for me as this was coming forth in the talk today, is the word rest assured. I can be in a situation where something happens suddenly that I did not expect. And I can take those words rest assured and just breathe into the very idea that I can rest assured, assured that spirit's got this. That whatever's going on, no matter how tragic it appears, no matter how challenging it may be, it's moving me to something bigger, greater, better, more beautiful. If I can just rest assured and not let it halt me in my tracks. I have a belief system where I can tap in at any moment and know divine right action is happening now. 
knowing that God is in all things. And what we're coming to realize in the world today is that God isn't going to make it all go away. What we are praying for is for the human spirit to recognize who we are and what we are and what we need to do and remove the obstacles from us and the belief systems that do not serve us. And then the power of God moves through us. But God doesn't just magically throw energy out there and stop something. It comes through us because we, created in that amazing place of choice that we were created, have created much of what's going on today, if not all of it. There's a story in the New Testament scriptures in the book of Matthew. And the book of Matthew is beautiful because it has many of the parables that Jesus told. But in this particular scripture, um, I believe it's about, mm, I lost it. I'm not sure what chapter it is, but it's in the book of Matthew. And, and the story is about a man who has a son who the man refers to as uh, has a condition. He's a lunatic is the word that is used in some translations of the Bible. And the man says is that the, the boy will be walking along and just fall into the fire or fall into a body of water and has no awareness that that's what's happening to him. So this man meets up with the disciples and asks them to heal his son. And they try and they fail. So the man approaches Jesus, the master teacher, and he tells Jesus that the disciples made an effort, but they could not heal him. And he said, and I need you to heal my son. And Jesus makes kind of a comment about faithlessness. And then he turns to the man and he says, go get your son and bring him to me, which he does. And Jesus heals the boy. And sometime later, the disciples are asking Jesus, so, so what the heck went wrong? We did, we did exactly what you do. We, we, we were doing the things that you have expressed for us to do. What happened? And Jesus said, it is your lack of faith. And how often have we moved into that place where we wanted to create something, we wanted to make something happen, and we thought we had enough faith to do it. And then something kind of went amuck, and it didn't transpire. And we go to that place of, well, I must not have any faith. I must have lost my faith today. I must have woke up this morning without it. But then what Jesus shared with the disciples was beautiful. He said, even if you have the faith of a mustard seed, one of the smallest seeds in existence, you can say to that mountain, move from here to here, and the mountain will move. So in our humanness, we are rationalizing how much faith do I have? Do I have enough faith? Do I really believe? And the truth is, you only need a minuscule amount, and you can move a mountain. And so that's the piece I want us to look at this week. I want us to hold on to that place of having that faith that we're going to get through all of this. That all of these things that are transpiring, the, the civil unrest and, and even the political things that are going on in the political arena and the things that are happening within each and every city and community and the fires and the storms and the hurricanes, all of this we shall move through. But we get to rest assured that we're being guided and we are taking the right steps and the right action. Martin Luther King said this, Faith is taking the first step, 
even when you don't see the whole staircase. Quite a few years ago, I went to um, Mexico. And a girlfriend and I went to the pyramids of Chichen Itza. And these were built by the Mayans oh so many years ago. And we climbed one of the pyramids. And the, the steps were very, very narrow and very, very steep. And what I didn't realize is that when I got to the top, and I'm on this very small feeling platform, 98 feet in the air, I could not see the stairs to get back down. It didn't matter where I looked, all I saw was a sheer drop. But I knew they were there, I had just climbed them. And it took so much energy for me to move to the edge, which didn't work for me really well at all, and to take that first step knowing that there was a stair. So let's look at that this week as we are contemplating facing our fear and we are contemplating our faith and, and what it is doing for us and how it is supporting us and knowing there's a way out, there's a way down. This month's Science of Mind magazine has an article by Ernest Holmes. It's called, it's entitled, um, The Contagion of Fear. And in the beginning of this article, it is talking about a man walking into a streetcar and sitting down next to a person in the streetcar, and the person in the streetcar is riddled with fear, almost paranoid. Now, the man who comes in and sits down doesn't really realize this until he gets up and leaves the streetcar, and all of a sudden, he's realizing he's fearful. He's afraid, and he doesn't know why. This is a really good thing for us to be aware of because the energy of fear is contagious. You can see it on the news. You can hear about it with social media. You can feel it and sense it when you walk into an arena where there are a group of people who are scared or frightened. It can get on us. We can ab ab absorb it and adopt it and not even have an awareness that we have done that. The energy of fear works that way. And so we always want to be in that place of awareness and then, and then knowing that, well, I don't know about you, but for me, sometimes I'm feeling anxious or uncertain, but nothing in my world has caused that feeling. So then I have to consider, where did it come from? Where did, where did, this, where did this show up that, that it's attached itself to me? And then go to that place of rest assured and knowing that it's not mine and I can move through it. Nelson Mandela said, I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel, a fear, feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. We can't hide from it. When we are feeling fearful, we must take the bold step and the bold breath to tap into that faith, pray if necessary, call out to someone to support us in prayer and move forward so that we can, again, move to that place of peacefulness and joyfulness of all of life. This morning, I offer you a call to action. And the call to action is to live in that space of awareness, know what's happening around you, face it, Embrace it, 
choose, choose the better experience, the higher experience for yourself, and to take the steps for the care that you might need. So many of us now are fearful. So many of us are feeling frightened. There is so much information about what's transpiring. And we have people around us who are in tears and hiding in the corner and afraid to leave their homes. May you know that you can have the help and support you need by simply reaching out. Reach out to one of our practitioners. Send us an email and, and receive the prayer support that you need. That would be the call to action this week. So I invite you all to breathe in to that space and consider what it feels like to rest assured, to just lean back into the loving arms of spirit and knowing that, that those arms will wrap around each and every one of us and protect us and hold us and guide us. Please pray with me. I know that when I look outside at the vastness of the sky, whether it's blue or overcast, I can sense the magnificence and the magnitude of God, of a power and a presence that is bigger and greater than anything I can imagine. And I know that this power, this presence lives within me and lives within each and every one of us. All we need do is open our hearts and minds to connect and to remember that we are connected in God, as God, of God. Mm. And so this week, may we all know that as fears show up, as doubts encircle us, that we can simply rest assured knowing that spirit is here. Spirit's got this. And open our hearts and minds to what we can do and what steps we can take to move forward and to address the issues that are happening in the world today. The places that there has been great destruction and the rebuilds and, that are required and the people that need to be supported. The situation with discrimination can be healed. The hatred on this planet can be healed. We have the power to heal all of this disorder. We simply need to breathe in and trust and know that it only takes the faith of a mustard seed to change the planet and to change the conditions. And so right here and right now, I know that all people are blessed. May all be safe, protected, guided, directed. May this week unfold in absolute divine perfection. As we ground ourselves in our faith and our belief, and we move forward knowing that whatever this is, this too shall pass. Mm, so I call it good. I call it good. I call it very good. I call it God. And I let it go and let it be. And so it is. Spirit,
Nothing.